You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Thank you for tapping into some Untapped K, part of the Believe Podcast Network. This podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Remember to bet responsibly. Hit us up if you need help. Now to the podcast. Thank you for tapping into some untapped keg. Our sobriety and mental health podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman, here with my good friend, Monte Ball. How you doing, big guy? Um, I'm all right. I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Uh, it's a bit a bit bit stressful times, not 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 significantly, but you know, just just taking care of mm-hmm. some things. Uh, um, but uh, we look at the big picture. Thing things are things are things are going well. Um, just working through some 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 stuff right now, but but all all is relatively well. How about yourself? Um, you know, I'm finding out uh, that I'm older than I used to be. I uh, a little bit out of shape. Um. When things get sore, they get more sore than what they should be. Uh, you know, making sure I got that Excedrin around the house. Uh, played in a softball tournament yesterday. So, yeah. apparently, four or five games is too many in a row for me now, which is uh, a little sad because I'm not that old, but just means I need to uh, get out and do some more active stuff. Figure chasing these kids around would be enough, but... You know, they got me on my toes. It's Halloween. They're starting to get rambunctious, and that's without candy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to keep them tired out as best I can. But, you know, things are things are good. Things are taking positive. Uh, I don't know. Things are looking positive. Um, excited about some of the stuff we got coming up. Um, excited about uh, the changes that I made in mm. life that are starting to add up into positivity and stuff. You know, today, today's a big cleaning day around the house. So things will be good once, you know, that's something that I've noticed about me. And then my partner is when th- we get stressed out when things are a little messy. So even mm. like a little bit of mess, we get a little stressed out about it. So when we can get that cleaned up, which I'm going to be doing immediately after this, uh, continuing to clean up that, that helps all of our moods and kind of sets the stage for it. So, absolutely, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Clean the clutter. What is it? What's the saying? I mean, uh, uh, forgot the saying, but I, I think it happy essentially life, happy life. No, no, not that. It's <laughs> uh, like cleaning, cleaning your room, cleaning like the physical, like cleaning out the clutter. Whoa, excuse me. Cleaning out the clutter, I don't know, helps out mentally, I guess, cleans your the clutterness in your mind of some sort. I mean, I, uh, I mean, this is a, this is a difficult time for most people. That's that's one thing that I really wanted to kind of jump into is, uh, you know, we're heading into, you know, we're in the fall, but we're heading into the the dark fall, if you know what I mean. It, it's it's where over here in the Midwest, it's getting dark at about, it's gonna start getting dark here about five p.m. once we set our clocks forward, fall back, back backwards, yes, you spring ahead and you fall back. There it is. Yep. Once we set our clocks back. So, um, you know, a lot of people struggle, you know, during this time. Um, and I may be one. I'm not sure yet. I mean, I, I but I do like the fall. I do like the winters, but seasonal affective disorder, SAD, um, is the acronym that most people here in the Midwest struggle with because of that reason. It gets pretty dark pretty early. So some folks are, you know, going to work, waking up when it's dark, going to work at a cubicle, um, barely i mean if they're even seeing the sun a little bit as they're getting into work and then getting out of work when it's dark um you know really takes a toll on folks um here in the midwest um and so for me when we talk about seasonal affective disorder i i kind of want to jump into you know what are some of the things that you know that we can share here at untap cake for folks to sort of you know help out help to combat that because it is getting a little colder um, not a little. It's getting significantly colder pretty quickly as well. And so going outside is going to be limited um, or I'm essentially hanging outside is going to be limited. Um, fall sports outside, uh, recreational limited. So what do we do, man? Go so what sledding. do we do? So, <laughs> you know, just because it's colder doesn't mean you can't go outside right you just gotta dress for it that's something don't be afraid to go outside and have some fun in the snow right when it snows um it's tough because i was lucky enough that i had a job where i worked outdoors so but i would still i would go to work in the dark and i would drive home in the dark and that Mm -hmm. that gets tiring in and of itself even though you're working outside and you can see the sun and you enjoy some of the more winter and fall weather it still it adds up when you're just dark to dark and you're not getting to do what you want to do and then you start to feel you have very limited time to do things so you start to feel this internal clock go on like i need to get things done now like i don't have much time i need to get it done in the daylight like you start to hurry things up and get um get a little bit rushed into things and that creates a lot of stress and anxiety in itself too so you know there's there's multiple different layers that things happen and and sometimes taking you know stepping back and taking a deep breath and maybe you know lengthening something out to take more of your weekend even though you know that's something that stinks too like you want to do things on a saturday so then sunday you can have all day to do whatever you want. Um, 
that's something that that can you can think about too like you know if i do four hours on a saturday well sunday i can only have to spend an hour to do it and i can wake up early and do it things like that but it's tough i don't have all the answers you know drink your milk eat some cheese of course uh, get some vitamin d that way but those are probably the worst things to actually do um (laughs) because milk's not good for you (laughs) milk is great for you what are you talking about Yeah, <laughs> Drink a glass of milk with your dinner, you're going to be great. No, there's a strong link with milk and cancer. Uh, yeah, okay. very all right. strong. All right, all right big uh, alternative milks. Dude, we're not supposed to be drinking another animal's milk. That's weird. <laughs> and that's a, I don't well, understand we're not that. Why we eat baby chickens either, but we eat eggs. So, mm, so true. That's, that's a weird thing that Wisconsinites do up here. There's one person I know, and, and her family, they're just drinking milk with every single meal. I'm like, what is wrong with you? What's not? What's wrong with that? There's nothing Disgusting. wrong with that. Yeah, there is. You can, drinking milk with meatloaf? Okay. It tastes delicious. It makes oh. it enhances the flavor of everything. What you're doing is you're taking a drink after That's you take a bite, and it's resetting your palate, right? Because it... Milk is a is a base, so it, it takes it back to almost a neutral. So now you could taste the flavor of what you're going to be eating next even more. So that's why Wisconsinites all look the same. What's that? I, I think Bald? I think I think glasses and a beard. Um, I just I the the, the milk and cheese. It, it's it's aggressive, but. But again, yes, getting into the fall, seasonal affective disorder is a huge thing. And I I, I know that there are going to be some folks that are going to be struggling with that. And we just want to know, I guess, just share like you folks, you guys can reach out to us absolutely when it comes to that, because it's going to get stressful. And getting into holiday season, too, as we talked about earlier, some folks that you don't want to see you're going to be around. Um, Your triggers, right? I mean, you know. Absolutely. All your friends, you get go back home for Thanksgiving and all your friends are going out. Can you go out and not pick up? Can you go out and not fall into old habits? Can you be around your family and be able to find your coping mechanism to be able to handle some of the stresses that come with that, right? Like, you know, some people don't have to deal with that, but some people do. It's a big deal. Um, what do you have? For combating it, um, I kind of laid some stuff out there, but very little. Uh, you know, find a finding a therapist will help. Someone to talk to. Uh, it's a good question because I think it's it's obviously it's case by case. Every single person is differently. Uh, seasonal affective disorder lies on the spectrum. Um, some experience it way worse than others. But obviously, I think the easiest ways to combat it is nutrition, big time. Um, yes, receiving that vitamin D, um, whether it's naturally or obviously ingested. And um, and I think you just really have to plan as well, too. You really have to plan. 
I think when we start to get into this time of the year, most people kind of like relax a bit when it comes to their schedules or just kind of just like ride out the rest of the year into the new to into the new year. And I think, uh, you know, kind of going with that approach, you can you you can allow for the unexpected to be way more of a surprise if that means if that makes any sense uh because if you don't have a plan for these holidays these plans for you know having an escape route for you know if if your toxic family member of some sort is going to be around or toxic ex-partner or some of some sort is going to be around um having some of uh sort of a plan i think if you don't focus on working out that plan then it's going to be you're going to be unprepared for it so me i think you got to prepare you have to focus on your nutrition and try to work out if you can, uh, whether it's outside or or indoors. I think that's a huge one as well, too. Physical activity. Big time when it comes into the fall and winter seasons. Yeah, to that's help a, out with add. That's a really good point because sometimes I don't feel like doing anything, but then all of a sudden I get out and I do it like, let's say, play basketball, right? I feel like, uh, I don't really feel like it today. You have a friend that pushes you, you go play. And you're like, wow, I'm really glad that I came because I feel really, really good right now, right? Like it, yeah. just, it unlocks those hormones that kind of help you make make you feel good. Whether it's, you know, doing 10 push-ups in between commercials or whatever you can do or uh, just getting up and walking around your house for 10 minutes at yeah, a time. Yeah. Whatever you can do to to kind of get get the blood flowing, get your circulation going. Well, okay. I think we got that part out the way right there. I think I want to. I think we want to talk about let's, let's let's hear some of this baseball that the softball that you were doing yesterday. I think let's talk about talk about some things that you know that you're doing to to help keep the flow. You know what I mean? Um, living in a new place now, new state. Yeah. Trying to trying to create some form of normalcy. Um, rep- of, of your schedule well not just that but you know i'm I'm a stay-at-home dad now so how do i yeah. meet new people um you know like i've co-workers is pretty much how i've kind of met people and branched out i mean it's how it's how i met your sister right that's how i met my partner uh really when you move to a new place co-workers are kind of they help you kind of find some normalcy learn about things um, obviously we've had the family friends out here that have been huge in taking us to new places, but you know, if you go to a park, uh, with, with other kids, sometimes, especially men, you know, we have problems with just like striking up conversations with other dads or whatever and being like, Hey, you seem cool. Could I get your number? You know, maybe we could have a play date or hang, just hang out and shoot the breeze, do whatever. That's not something that that I'm very good at yet. I got to work on that. So one thing that Ashley made me do is try and find a softball team um, because that's a decent way to I'll meet people, but not just that, but it, I enjoy doing it, like get out and do something for myself. So I joined a Facebook group and put it out there. Hey, this is a position I play. I just moved from Wisconsin. I'd like to just play. I'll play whatever position. And I got hit up a couple weeks ago to play, go to that tournament. I got to play like three innings and four games. So that was not a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And then yesterday I got hit up and I got to play every single game. Uh, 
Well, I'm an outfielder. That's what I've been since I was a kid. I've been center fielder. And I'm pretty good at it. So that's what I like to say. Like, hey, I'm I'm a decent outfielder. Like, you know, I like to play, but I'll play wherever. Well, yesterday we had too many outfielders and nobody to play third base. And I've played ball my entire life. Like, I understand situations. I know, like, the basics of playing every position. I played shortstop for a little bit. Well, when I was a kid, that's all I played. Like, young kid, like, little league. And then... um and then I played third a little bit. Well, I haven't played third in like 20 years, to be honest. So I'm like, yeah, I'll play third, whatever. I got a decent arm. I'll be able to get it to first. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like, whatever. We can switch if we need to. So mm. uh, first ball gets hit to me, and I throw it across the diamond. <laughs> Everybody's jaw drops, and they're like, oh, okay, you do have an arm. But, uh, you know, just getting out there and meeting people and – People on the other team that when I get playing, especially in something like this where I don't care if I win because I don't have a connection with the team yet, or honestly the area, I just want to have fun playing. And I had a lot of fun yesterday. So, uh, you know, just talking to people and connecting and uh, finding that, you know, whether it's Wisconsin or it's Virginia, people are nice. Like that's their first disposition if you're nice to people people are gonna be nice to you and uh you know i met some really nice people and asked me to play on a cu- in a couple leagues uh mm-hmm. asked me to play some more tournaments so that's cool um and then yeah my kids got to come out and watch so that was fun because they they like baseball already they want to throw the ball around so we're gonna go out and do that today but just putting myself out there Obviously, I'm. It may not seem like it, but I am a little bit of an introvert. Like, I usually will sit there and let everybody talk until like somebody kind of includes me, and then I, as I get comfortable, I'll be more extroverted. But for the most part, I'm just, I'll just keep to myself. So it was a, uh, it was a good group of guys in that sense where, uh, they went out of their way to include me and stuff. So. That was uh that was really nice too, and just you know go, working through your nerves to find something new to do uh, can lead to positive things as well. Right. So Absolutely. doing that, I mean, you know, we we were doing so much with the kids too. Like, um, you know, today we're gonna go to the Halloween Zoo thing that they have going on. So. That's going to be fun with them to see their faces. And they love, they're dressing up as Ninja Turtles. They love doing they're lucky. that. They're you lucky. Know, they are, um, yeah. I. It is uh, really, since we've been here, we've kind of been doing a lot of stuff outside the house, which is nice, which is different than what we were doing in Wisconsin. We're pretty much everything we we're doing was in the house, but we're also doing things that are outside because of the weather. Right. I'm okay with being outside in hot weather, um, but my partner's not okay with being outside in colder weather. And by colder, I mean like 50 degrees and colder. So with it being warmer here, uh, being able to spend outside time with the family has been a nice change as well. Nice, man. That's, that's important. That's important stuff. Important stuff. I, um, 
I want to, I want to talk sports, man. Okay. This stuff, this stuff's a little boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was surprised you wanted to talk about me playing softball because, listen, I've, I like I said, I haven't played third base in twenty years. I made yeah, every yeah. single play that came my way. Like I made zero errors all day, and uh, I, I, I made a couple impressive plays that I was like shocked at myself that I made, but right. It was all Not, don't think, just react, and that's when you know good things happen. So, yeah, yeah, I want to talk about. Uh, I didn't mean boring. You, you no, know, I'm just I, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to you know the the whole fandom thing. I, I I I'm always intrigued the whole you know fandom and how that impacts one's life. I mean, especially now, every sport's playing right now. I mean, um, baseball, you have two teams left. So unless you're a fan of those two teams, your team is done. So, you know, as a Brewer fan, we had high hopes going into this playoffs, but man. their weakness came to bite them, which was the weakness that I was talking about all year. And it that's... Being in Wisconsin? Well, <laughs> hitting, right? <laughs> Having timely hits. They had a lot of players left on base. They had opportunities but I, that was the first thing I talked about at the beginning of the year was they had no timely hits. They got on that amazing run in the middle of the season. And then it just felt like it was back to home run or bust. And that's when they are not a very good offensive team. I mean, honestly, there's no offense in baseball that if you're home run or bust, you're a good offense. I'm sorry. Home runs are great. Home runs are great at any moment. The people mm. who say home runs are rally killers don't understand baseball. Like that's not not even close to true. You score a run anytime, it doesn't matter how you score a run, that is gonna keep momentum, right? It's like saying but, scoring a touchdown is a yeah, rally killer. Yeah. So it's, it's like but there's analysts, like people who uh, That's the objective. Yeah, to do telecasts of baseball games a run. <laughs> that will say, Well, home runs are rally killers if you get a bunch of base hits and then you hit a home run and then all of a sudden you get out. No. That is not the that's not even close to true. But anyway, if your offense relies on the long ball when it comes to October baseball, you're not going to win games. You can look at the LA Dodgers and how they were this year. The best team the most wins in baseball is the Giants, but the best team in baseball was the Dodgers. I'm sorry. It just it's it is. Like their roster from top to bottom, their pitching staff, everything. The Dodgers were set up for it. They did not make the playoffs because their bats, their home runs dried up a little bit. Mm. That's what is overlooked with baseball. Anyway, getting off that because we have a different show for that. You have all these teams with fans that were hoping for good things that their teams are not playing now. Like it does affect you. Like I feel like it's a disappointing season. I feel I was upset when the Brewers lost and a lot of my friends were upset and in my opinion, they were upset at the wrong thing, but like the thing that it's just, you know, you have so many, so much hopes and then to have it dragged out from underneath you, like there's obviously it's a negative emotional response and how we invest so much of our, our hopes and, um, it's like, you know, you just get this bubble inside of you that 
is lifting up and when it bursts, it's just, and you come crashing down. Sometimes it can be hard to manage. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think it's, uh, you know, I, I love this topic because, um, you know, I do some things around Badger football. And so, you know, I'm, I'm around fans. I'm around mm-hmm. the, the fandom. I'm listening, like literally listening to folks speak. And, um, you know, I always find it interesting because I, 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 you know, playing the game for so long, essentially, I've only been a fan for five years. Um, you know, I've been a fan my whole entire life, but you know what I mean? Not, yeah. Now, no longer playing the sport of football, I, I, I've now been this kind of fan, um, not extreme fandom, but this kind of fan for the last five years. So I've had the opportunity to watch the game from this perspective with folks who are, you know, on the, the extreme level of that fandom. And it's, um, it's always mind boggling to me, um, how much they are internally invested. Um, and again, I'm not saying that because when I, I don't, when I say that, I don't want for people to think that I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's a negative for you to have that, be that much emotionally invested. I, I, that is not what I'm saying. I just want to kind of understand it. You know, us players always talk about it a lot, I think, because we've, playing it, you are physically and emotionally invested. So I've always tried to figure out how do I become so emotionally invested to where it, it to to a to a team that I've never played for, they don't even know who I am, to where it impacts my my household, impacts my my work life balance. Um, yeah. That is something that has always been very interesting to me. Um, very interesting. Because if you think about it, the game of football, so let's just take the Packers, right? Um, or we can take the Broncos or what have you. Uh, in any NFL team that that fans are extremely you know, fond of, mm-hmm. to where like it impacts their daily lives, if the team loses, it's like, well, what? There were other things out there that you were not that like, like you know what I'm trying to say like you you could be a fan of something else but you're it's not impacting your life the way that these sports well, do so I've always wondered that like the sports psychology with 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 fans I, I I've kind of yeah gone we in need start. to we need to find a sports psychologist to come on or just a psychologist yeah. who studied this and we, you know lay it out for us right because I agree like I've been in it my entire life like I've Talked about how my fandom has been muted since uh, I've put human beings underneath the helmets. I w- I, there's kind of that turn, but at the same time, there's not. You still have those people that are just like, they're all about the logo. They're not about the people underneath. But the thing- And that's fine. Interesting. Before you keep yeah, going, I, go, go. I, I, want to, but I, just, I just want to add this part real quick, too. And that's the thing. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. So I don't well, folks who are going to listen to this or hear this. I'm not I'm not like dogging on you, essentially. I'm not saying unless you, you do like really negative things because of it. Ex- then we're exactly. Dogging on you. Absolutely. But it's like I, I, I respect it. Not the negative stuff. I respect your extreme fandom. If it's if it if it's a healthy way, if that yeah. even makes. Sense. Yep. But, but go ahead. Continue. Well. You know, I've been I like I've been a fan my entire life, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had a lot of, uh, 
I don't know. I will just get despondent like when the season ends before it should, or I even go in with like the uh, as a pessimist. I'm like, we're gonna lose. Trying to trying to uh, brace myself for what's about to happen, even though it doesn't work. You know, I've talked about that before too. Question though: so yeah. Why would I'm gonna throw a question in there for you, and then I'm then I'm gonna shut up because I really want to hear what you say. Because uh, get to this question eventually, you don't have to do it right now. But why would someone put, or why would they invest so much emotionally, so much emotionally, to where if the team loses or ends the season prematurely, they're in significant distress? Why would you do that? Invest so much emotionally into an organization? that you have absolutely zero control over. Why would you set yourself up for failure like that? That's what we got to ask that psychologist. That's what we got to ask a psychologist because I honestly don't, I don't do it on like a, it's kind of it's kind of like a reflex now. Like I will say things out loud, but internally I still get hope, right? Well, of I course. still build myself up. Like you the elation, that high that you feel, you're chasing that. So you put that behind other people. Like when you were playing, that right. high that you felt, now you gotta you gotta chase that somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're a kid and you feel it, now you chase that again because that's what you're looking for so you know sports are a way to turn our minds off and just like enjoy a moment like what's going on right now um that's not always the case but generally you know that's the case right but then you also have a feeling like you know the superstitions the um uh like how loud you you cheer like that whether you listen to the radio or watch TV makes a difference. Like you create these things in your mind. Okay. This is actually making a difference. Um, you just, and it's tribalism, right? You're, you're a part of a tribe. So you feel like you're connected to something that's greater than yourself. You are, you are putting, making it so that it's, you know, it, it is similar to religion. Like you're putting yourself into a higher power into something that, you don't have control over, but if right. you're if you're good, then good things will happen to you, kind of a thing. So, as far That's as weird. I don't, I don't even know like why we connect so hard with sports. But it's not just sports; it's you know that movie franchise that you love. It is you know DC uh-huh. and Marvel. It is uh, that TV show that you love, Game of Thrones. Right? Like it's. Other things like this that create these super fans that um, if they take the story a different direction, people are just, I mean, look at that last season of game of Thrones. Like dude, people were wrecked for months over people still don't, they don't talk about game of Thrones because they, how that, that ended. So that's so true. Yeah. Cause there was so much of a high for that as it was going on. You couldn't look anywhere. Without seeing G O T. Yeah. <laughs> Once that final season happened, that like last episode, two, three episodes, it went freaking radio silent. It, it's, it's, it is, it's funny because it was, um, 
erased from the collective consciousness in a way that I can't remember something, you know, not even the matrix uh, was erased from the collective consciousness because the second and Mm -hmm. third sequels were not good. Right. But the first seat, the first movie was so good that people still love the matrix. Um, That first one. Phenomenal. Right. So with sports, it's just, is it's because it's supposed to be the ultimate test of skill. Like it's that's but for you as the fan right. though, that's just that's the million the dollar questions. Why would you? And again, we're, I'm coming from the standpoint of uh, I'm not, I'm not bashing anybody for 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 this because, you know, I, I'm not in your shoes. I'm not living in your life. I'm not anything like that. But but the, this these are questions that current players have and many former players have as well especially now with the rise of social media the 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 rise now of direct communication with athletes it's why do you invest so much into something that you have no control over it's, it's essentially like the stock market i guess but but, yeah, but with, you get tangible I guess that's true. not true. Yes. That's not true, true either because yeah, that doesn't that analogy that that parallel is not really worked there. But but my question again, you already know the question. Yeah, why why do you why do fans invest so much to that extreme level to something like that that they have no control over? You're setting yourself up for for failure because obviously if the team loses, you're going to be distraught. So what is it, RJ? Like what what do you think it is? Is is it like an ego thing, like uh, bragging rights at work? Is it? You know what I mean. Is it just the fact that you want some, like, the fact that you want yourself to, like, believe you have control over something you don't, right? Like, is that what it is? Like, um, you want to feel like your life, something is bigger in your life than what, it actually is right. Like you, if they win, like, and you think that you're helping, is that like making your life greater, I guess maybe, right? Like, is it, is it, you want to accomplish great things and this is one of the ways that you feel like you can, or is there, um, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about hitching it. Right. Like, <clears throat> right. I'm, I'm kind of, I guess, rhetorically asking. It is it rhetorically. Not, like, we're just discussing this. It's just a casual conversation, right? Like, we don't. We don't know. We're 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 gonna put it out there. We need to hit up a psychologist who looks into fandoms because we want to know these we answers, right? We got we got one. We do. I, I, yeah, I already shared. Oh yeah, you. yeah. You're right. You're right. So mm-hmm. like, we will be going over that. Like that's this yeah. is something that is very interesting, right? Um, and I mean, especially like you look at European soccer, like how fanatical they get over that, like literal gangs, literal, like more than like fights. Right. Like, I mean, we're talking brawls and riots, decapitation. Yeah. And and some extreme cases, unfortunately. Yeah. That's the extreme, uh, extreme levels. And I think. I'm not. I'm not giving ego, though, right? It's pride. It is a. It's a lot of pride, right? But here, here's the thing, too. I'm not giving those European teams 
not even European. Let's just let's just say FIFA as a whole, because some of those European cities are already filthy rich. But I'm not, I'm not what, what, with what I'm about to say next. I'm not giving them an excuse to be that to be to that degree of 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 fandom to that extreme. I'm not giving an excuse, but some of those I, I do understand it to a certain point, and some of those very poor cities across the big pond that essentially they need that sports team to win well, <laughs> their soccer club to win to bring money to the city because they have they don't have a lot of resources coming in that game of soccer that game of football football for them over there i mean isn't is that like their main the source of- couldn't you couldn't you put that the same here right and I mean, I mean, you know, you have cities attached to it, but then states as well. So that source of pride, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, the bidding for Super Bowls is pretty aggressive. There's a scratch and claw fight uh, when they bid for, when cities bid for trying to get the Super Bowl in their city. I know that that's obviously, we understand the reasons for that. Bars. Yeah, um, everything. Everything just happened. Hotels. Hotels, absolutely. Restaurants. So I, I've always wondered that. So this this question, this topic that we're talking about is why, why, why would you, as a as a as a grown adult, understanding that you have no control over the outcome of that game. Nothing wrong with being a fan. Nothing wrong with cheering, screaming, what have you. But why would you allow for that to impact you? so heavily to where it impacts your work, it impacts your relationships with your spouse, your girlfriend, what have you, impacts your relationship with your friends or your children. Why would you say that's that's just my question. And again, I've asked it 30 times already, but that that's the question. And I think that's a good question that we should ask, put out on a poll as well. Not really a poll, put a question out on Twitter to our to our followers as well. Why why do why do fans to the Fans who are that extreme, why do they set themselves up for failure? Yeah. It's almost like gambling, right? Because you're setting yourself up when you're gambling for that failure, so, but you're chasing but tan- that high, man. Tangible. You know, if you win, it's like, okay, I just actually won some cash. But you're but you're just gambling emotionally. Like that's your tangible, is your emotions. Like the elation right. after after a win. I see. Okay. I I get, I get, I get, I get, I don't, but it's such a tough question to answer. Like, how do you put words to it? Like this, it's almost like being very religious. Like, how do you put words to your emotions that you're attached to your religion? Like, yeah, you can talk about what you, what you believe and what it's for, but how do you, how do you put words to the emotions surrounding it? Because that's what we're trying to ask. We're not trying to ask. Right, why yeah. you believe what you believe um yeah that's it's it's interesting it is interesting like it's something that i've tried to like limit like put a pillow at the bottom to cushion myself with like that's yeah. why that's why i speak being a negative nancy because then i will be you know but it still doesn't limit it as much as i wish it would um, you know, I've tried to pull back from being such a fan following, but that still, it just pulls me back in. Um, 
there's no wrong with being a fan, and that's right. that's why I've I made sure to to to, to, to say that. Nothing wrong with being a fan. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the Broncos. But when the Broncos and I've played for the Broncos, but when the Broncos lose, I'm like, all right, don't get them next time. Yeah, maybe, probably not, but maybe. All right, but that's that's it. I mean, I, like, all right, they'll get them next time. Like, dude, I played for them. Like, I'm phys, I physically invested. So that's always what my question is, and and again, not, not everybody's the same. I understand that, um, but we know some of those alarming statistics that happen in in the state of Wisconsin when the Packers lose, and I just wonder why that you allow for that to happen yeah. when you have control. I mean, it, you know, and that's something like when you're watching, like let's say old Jordan highlights or the banner yeah. being unveiled of the Bucks winning the emotions that it evokes just the, of this, is it, it's just because of what the skill that you're seeing, like you get goosebumps watching those things, right? Like, I mean, watching certain plays from the finals gives me goosebumps watching the Brewers, you know, winning the, you know, central division gives me goosebumps. Like I why I don't know. It just does. It just, for it just oh, evokes these feelings. But why yes. does it invo- evoke these feelings? I don't. I can't put words to why. It just, and that's that's the part that I wish that I I could I could talk about the why. Right? Like, yeah. It's kind of like when you are not a parent, and people talk about the emotions of being a parent, and you're just like. It you can't explain it. You just have to experience it, right? right. Like it, it, you can try to ex- explain it, but the feelings are so strong that, and it's just unique. It is a unique feeling. So, like, you can watch your friends be happy and watch your friends live their dreams, but that still doesn't evoke the same emotions as watching your kids be happy as watching your kids get something of their dreams. Like that's, that's something that, um, is obviously being a fan is more muted than that, but that's like the parallel that I'm coming to besides religion is just experiencing it for, and I, I honestly just, I wish that I could just be objective and there's people that can be, and I envy them. I envy them. I don't, I don't know what it is. So, um, well, here's the thing. it's not, it's not the, well, what I'm saying here is I, I, I understand the excitement. I understand the happiness when they win. So I guess everything that I've said, I'm only speaking directly to the negative emotions that come after a loss. I understand the excitement. Especially if you paid for tickets and or if you paid for the NFL package and, you know, if you actually if you actually financially invested to watch every single game of your team and that team wins. I understand that. It's like, okay, good. You know, I I watched I paid money to watch and they won. So I feel happy about that. I'm good. But my thing is when they lose, it's like, did you not understand that? You have no control over whether they win or lose, so you should go into the matter, go into the situation, saying, 
I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm excited. I'm gonna be excited. I'm gonna, I'm excited before the game starts. I'm gonna be excited if the team wins, but if the team loses, you know, hey, you know, it sucks. Ah, dang. But you know, I'm not gonna allow for it to impact, you know, my work. I'm, I'm I know many, many Packers fans who, and again, I'm just saying Packers. I'm not picking out the Packers, but I live here in Wisconsin, so I just, I, I, I'm sure Broncos fans do it too. I'm sure Ravens fans do it, etc most definitely probably Chiefs fans, but I know a lot of people don't go to work the next day if their team loses. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a that's that that's is, a problem. That is <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> Especially the you know, depending on how they lose sometimes, right? Like that's sometimes a problem. when they get blown out, like people are super distracted depressed more so than like losing by a field goal at the last second um yeah i don't see i'd rather blown out like, yeah same then to get dragged to the last play and then to lose that that hurts way more but again i'm not and i don't again Here's, i'm gonna say it last time i'm not coming down on folks this is honestly a very genuine question um Shouldn't you go into the situation understanding that there is a great chance of this team losing? Well, that you're either going to win or you're going to lose, and that's how it's yeah. going to be, right? <laughs> it's two I, outcomes. Like, yeah, sure, you can tie, but how often does that happen? Not often. So, but here's I mean, a, it's a very complex topic. It is. I'm excited that you know we're gonna have a we're gonna have a guest on that can speak more scientifically yeah. about this because that could ha- probably help more people. So stay tuned yeah, for yeah. that. Stay tuned. Um, you know we're gonna kind of close this out. It's been more of a casual show, but how? Uh, what have you been doing lately to decompress? To uh, you know, kind of reset yourself. What's what's something that you've been you've been doing that's put putting you in a more neutral mood or positive mood when you have negative feelings. Yeah, man. I, 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 you know, I really like, I really enjoy this time of the year. Um, I, I, I do know obviously sad comes about, maybe I'm impacted by it. Maybe I'm not, I would assume probably, but um, I, I really enjoy watching you know, some of the new series that they got mm-hmm. on, on Netflix or, or prime um during this time because uh i there's some really good stuff that go that that happens or excuse me that's put on these platforms good movies good tv shows during this time of the year um but outside of that because i don't really i don't really like counting watching tv as decompressing um but it does count if it if it helps you to decompress that counts true i don't know man i need to find something wow I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm I. I need to figure that out. I yeah. hear you. Well, I hear you. I so I need to figure that out. Yeah. Wow. Going outside huh. and doing stuff like, uh, you know, being a stay-at-home dad, like taking, taking the kids to the park. I used to think, oh, that you know, then I can just kind of do my own stuff, let them run around, they can have fun. But it hasn't been doing it for me. I've kind of learned that, that I need to, like, let's say, cook to help me decompress a little bit, you know, try new things in the kitchen. Um, 
video games have really been there for me the past few weeks where at night I've been playing and I've been staying up later and I've just been able to, it's been able to help reset my mind compared to where I was. Like there was like a two month stretch right before we moved to right after we moved where I didn't get to play really anything. And then now I found a game that I've kind of been able to just play and help decompress myself. And like, uh, it's really given me a feeling of accomplishment during this game as well. So you know, and there's other things that I want to play. And one thing I want to say is we need more like 10 to 12 hour games so that, you know, you can finish them and feel accomplished, but you're actually doing something in there too, because man, these long, like 25 to 40 hour games are just too long for people who right. have, uh, you know, like three hours a week to game. Right, 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 right. I mean, yeah, dude, that's what I'm, t- that's why sports games, man, are just so awesome. Just because, yeah, like FIFA. Well, we and... need to get into some back for blood because you know we don't we don't have to dedicate like half hour at a time to that, right? And then it'd be starting over. And who doesn't like shooting zombies, right? It's it's I mean it's all right, right? It's you gotta, dude, you gotta friends. You're you're miss you're missing out, man. You're missing out. You're so you're so heavy. These one player like No, kid, I like the multiplayers. Kid, kid games. What? Ratchet and Clank? That's an every age game. That's not just a kid oh. game. And I've been playing <laughs> Deathloop lately. Thank you very much. That is not a kid game. That that is not a kid game, no. That is not a kid game. But but sports, I you know, I I, I played both. I really want you to come to the sports side, man. Like not not even FIFA, but baseball's I love it. Um the show, uh what else are we playing? Uh 2K. 2K is it, it it's fun, but it, it's not as fun as FIFA. But dude, we've been playing Rocket League. Heavy into all the hits. Dude, heavy. You gotta come to Rocket League. Yeah. I, that's one game that is like always going to be there, right? Like, love it. Knockout mm-hmm. City, we got to play some of that. Honestly, I need to get back into Apex because that game, every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, that gameplay is just so. That's what we play heavily now. It's, it is the most that we play right now is Apex and. and um, Rocket League. Rocket League. Yeah. The Apex nice thing about League. Rocket League is you only need 10 minutes and you're done with a game, right? Like yeah, it's just, yeah. it's such, it's so quick. I mean, similar to apex too. Cause I feel like you win a game of apex apex and it's been 20 minutes. Right. So, apex now has the ranked arenas. So yeah. You're, you're, yeah. So that's, that's all we do where it, it's, it's quick. It's in and out. Yeah. I guess that, yeah, I guess the only kid game that you were playing was ratchet and clank. Once again, kid game. That's for all ages. Listen, there's adult mm-hmm. humor in there more than kid humor. Are you serious? Just because it's cartoon doesn't mean it's for kids. Yeah. I know. Um, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of games that are going to be coming out, but I think I'm going to go back and play some old ones too. Like I've been looking at this Hollow Knight you probably know nothing about, but uh, mm-hmm. like that's, I think I need to play that game to try it out. But, you know, and then this- that new Metroid came out that I kind of want to try. Metroid- but at the same time, I'm gonna wait for that to come down in price. Like, you know, the From Software game. Sekiro, want to play that? 
See, I like those one player games, but I don't feel I don't feel that accomplishment. Uh, just beating up on NPCs. Yeah, but when the NPCs beat you back, you do feel the accomplishment. You just gotta play the games where the NPCs beat you back. But who can you brag to? Well, you where can do talk you get about you- the cool things that you can do? Like you don't just sit there and like shoot them and move on. You try and do cool stuff. It's kind of like going GTA 3, right? Who do you... Other people who who play the game. Like, how do you rank up? How do you can be the best in the nation at... at, at, Speedrunning. Try to do it the fastest. Try, like I said, try to do it with no weapons. Try to do it without being seen. Try to do it without um, alerting anybody. Like, stuff like that. I'm the best at FIFA try to challenge me if you want like that's what i'm talking about yeah. that, so then you could do speed runs like I, i'll beat it faster than you kind of thing right like or i'll do it you know with uh just a knife and i'll only kill two people like that kind of thing i guess i mean i understand that yeah there, there, there's a lot of those on youtube but for me it's just like the old that's why i really wanted to the you Outriders your game. Own fun. Liked it, but I just don't like playing against NPCs all the time because you can't. I don't feel accomplished whooping up on computer. You got to find that one game that you connect with that's that single player like that. And then you can make, you can use that to make a lot of different games feel that way, right? Like, uh, you know, in Destiny, when we used to get six people together and do raids together, like, that was a feeling of accomplishment. Like, you, that's huge. I mean, five, six hours of playing, and you got puzzles that you're solving, and you're all working as a team to get to the end. Yeah. You beat this big boss that takes, like, all of your skills put together. Like, and then you could take that and use it when you're playing other games, too, and you're using all of your skills and doing these puzzles and learning patterns right. and stuff, and then you're like, wow, I did it myself. I didn't need any of the other people to help me. Like I could do it by myself. And there's a sense of accomplishment with that, that, uh, you know, that goes a long way too. So, right. I mean, I understand it a little bit, obviously. Right. Right. Loving Zelda, but I mean, it's, it's, I guess just now with, with, you know, it's about a kids game, loving Zelda. Touche. Touche. The, the gaming realm now, just with the player v player. Yeah, has expanded significantly since obviously Bungie just mastered matchmaking. I think it's just, it's I don't know, and, and it's it's obviously it's an ego thing. That's literally what it is. <laughs> I can't brag to NPCs or <laughs> I can't rub it in the NPC. And and for those who oh, don't know, you sure it's can. Non- it's just that uh, you know. You're gonna be made fun yeah. of when you do it. So. Exactly. Uh, but real quick, for those who don't know, NPC stands for non-player, non-playable character, um, or non-player character, or what have you. Just a computer. Um, but anyways, I mean, to Easter own, I, I that's the beauty about the gaming realm. It's gonna, but, be, uh, yeah. It, there's a lot of good games gonna be coming out. Yeah. And uh, you know, you just gotta get in, involved in the story, like because the thing well, with video I, games is. I feel like you are connecting. Yeah, exactly. Like you are driving that story. You are causing this to go. You're, 
you're connected to that character. So that's one thing that uh, right. goes with it too. But, you know, wrapping up, you know, it's, we, we've had a little bit casual conversations uh, today. That's kind of what we wanted because we've had some serious shows in the past couple of weeks, right? But what's that? Sorry. I said, I'm so black, right? I look purple. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I didn't even notice it until you just said something. Um, <clears throat> you know, where can people find you, Mont? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, MonteBall28, Instagram, MonteBall. Um, Untapped Cake pages as well on all social media platforms. So please reach out to us, topics, questions, what have you. Today, we wanted to go, again, like RJ stated, the more our ADHD route to kind of keep it casual, Sunday casual today, because we have a, a good list of folks we're going to bring on as rj stated the uh sports psychologist will be bringing on and that's going to be my main question got that bad boy in the chamber first question right um we talked about today so uh we appreciate you guys patience but uh and listening to us rj where can they find you uh <laughs> like mon said untapped keg pages you know untapped keg twi- twitter just look up untapped keg we're there uh we're looking for some more fan engagement you know like us on facebook uh subscribe on youtube Hit that bell so you know when we're live. Um, and you know what? Like, give us a rating on iTunes, please. Five star rating. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about a uh, uh, topic, please hit us up Twitter, Facebook, anything. If you're having a hard time, reach out. We'll get back to you. Um, if you are, you know, you just, you want to just chat about video games that you're playing. You want to just, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'll, we'll hit you back. We're, we're, we try to get there as quick as we can. You know, hit us, email us if you have something more personal you want to talk about. Untapkeg at gmail.com. Um, and then we're also trying to make our videos better, trying to uh, kind of level up our production design. And uh, with that, we could really use some help. If you have the funds, please go to coffee, K-O-F-I. And look up Untapped Keg, and even a dollar will add up. So whatever you could spare, we'd really appreciate it. Um, on that front, uh, you know, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make this as best as we can. We're going to try to grow a community. Uh, we're going to be more involved. You'll see some more personal posts. You'll see some more polls. You'll see us try and get asked questions from you. And uh, we'll, we will be trying to interact with chat uh, a little bit more to see uh, you know, we want to involve the community as much as we can. And, uh, we've realized that we need to do a little bit more to get that. So that's what we're going to be working on. Um, if you know anybody who would like to come on, you know, hit us up, we'll hit them up and we'll bring them on. If you, you know, want us to try to get on with somebody else, you hit us up, we'll hit them up and we'll see what we can do. Um, you know, there's, there's enough enough space. We want everybody to be happy. We're trying to create a positive space. And, uh, you know, we're, we're not always going to be in a positive headspace. Like sometimes we get negative. Sometimes we have cravings. Sometimes we, we need help. So that's why we want to build this community that can help us as well as we help you. So that's what we would love to do. And, you know, this has been Untapped Keg, our sobriety and mental health podcast. We go live Sundays, 9 a.m. Central Time on YouTube. Look us up. 
We're part of the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. Look them up. They got a lot of different podcasts to listen to. Uh, you know, hit. there's going to be some other things to do over there too. Um, we've been brought to you by Bet Online. Please gamble responsibly. If you get that high and you can do it responsibly, good for you. But if you need help, reach out. We will help you out. We're untapped keg and try to be better tomorrow than we were today. Because at least if we don't make it, we try. Let's have a good week, everybody. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.